Well, it's been a couple of weeks since uh, we've had a machine learning and uh, a lot has been going on in the world. Today I'll be talking about uh, K nearest neighbor and uh, um, some of the things that I've learned um, that have been somewhat helpful. One, one that uh, I would recommend is uh, DataCamp. DataCamp has uh, been very helpful in going over and learning Python. So what you want to do is take uh, their course, uh, Python Intro and Intermediate Python, and that gives you a, a good introduction to the data, uh, Python for data science. So they'll talk about uh, um, NumPy and then Pandas, and those two get you started, and then they also show you how to use uh, Matplotlib. And uh, the, those three things will give you a good good foundation. And uh, it's, a, it's quite a bit better than the internet. I've done some samples off the internet thinking I could just pick it up really quick and uh, found that I needed to get a better understanding. Um, they also have additional courses in Python and projects that you can work on. Um, so one thing I like is the way they do their presentation. Uh, they do an explanation, high level. They show you code snippets while they, they're talking. But uh, uh, they also explain a little bit of the math and some, mostly the concepts and the theory behind uh, the, the uh, functions. So uh, with that, it, it's, it's super helpful. Well, now, one of the things that I really found interesting was um, uh, this k-nearest neighbor is um, that it's, it's a fairly simple algorithm. Um, it just uses distance to the feature points and uh, um, then based on that, it can uh, do a classification. So the, cl the, cl uh, the classifiers are based on the number of neighbors um, that you're looking at and then comparing distances to those, those neighbors. And then so it's, it's doing a classification that way. So the, it, it starts with your, your basics. Uh, you, you do a from sk.neighbors import and neighbors classifier and uh, and then um, you can also uh, load your uh, iris data with uh, from sklearn.datasets import load iris and so then uh, you're able to um, include the iris data set using the load iris now it's interesting because they um, set up the uh, the data frame as a bunch. Uh, now the difference between a bunch and a data frame is that now you can treat um, the elements inside of the data frame as an object. So for example, instead of having to access um, the, uh, the bunch is defined as uh, data, features, target, and feature names. And so you can just say, for example, if you want to see the keys, you'd say uh, iris equals load underscore iris. That, that loads into your bunch. Um, and then if you want to see the features, then you would say iris dot features names. And then you could uh, print that out and it would show you that um, 
it has pedal length, pedal width, sepal length, and sepal width. And then the target is uh, the three different types of flowers, Varus color, uh, Virgica, uh, Sosa. And uh, so the keys uh, when you run this are um, <clears throat> your, your, it would be, um, would be the data, target, target names, discard, feature names, and file name. And <clears throat> that's what they put together in the bunch. And, uh, and if you did a, uh, type on uh, Iris, it would come back and tell you that it's class sklearnutils.bunch. Um, then if you want to see what the if you want to see the features uh, you can you can or you want to see what the is it's like on the data uh, how many columns of data you have you can do iris.data.shape and that will give you um, then the shape and it'll be four columns and 150 rows. <clears throat> so you can still think of things as in data as a grid uh, with columns and rows. And then um, if you want to look at the feature types, you can just do uh, iris data, type of iris data, and then that will return um, the data type and that data type is a numbay array. Uh, and that's really important uh, that you understand NumPy. Uh, NumPy has, uh, you can treat it uh, like a, a regular indexed array. Um, you can add NumPy arrays together. You can concatenate them. And uh, NumPy arrays are all the same type. So it would be array would be the type for your features and uh, also for your target. Then to actually see the content of your data, um, you can uh, you can then uh, do um, a data frame, a panda data frame dot head, and then just pass five. So that'd show you the five rows. So um, the way you would set up your X and Y is you'd say X equals iris dot data, Y equals small Y equals iris dot target. So target is the goal that you're trying to um, test to to predict and data is your features so now you can use panda.dataframe and uh, you could you can convert the numpy array back into a data frame using that and uh, and you can specify that with the columns so you could say x colon comma columns equals iris.feature underscore names and so then that will then combine the column header names with the column uh, uh, data and for each one of the rows. So each feature name would then match across as column header names and then your X, which was your data, would be represent your rows. And so then when you do df.head5, it will uh, display five rows. Okay. So then uh, what we want to do is bring in the, the uh, uh, NK or KN um, na neighbors classifier. And that's done through um, a from statement. So you say from SK dot neighbors import K neighbors classifier. And that will bring uh, 
import that library in. And then you'll have a number of different parameters. Algorithm equals auto, leaf side equals 30, uh, metric equals uh, Minkowski, metric parameters, we don't have any, job will leave us one. And this the important feature here is um, neighbors. Now, uh, we'll set that to five for right now using the iris. And I'll explain um, how we can look at neighbors to figure out what the uh, proper hyperparam or parameter for doing that is. And we can, we can run that through uh, validation and, uh, and uh, a lasso uh, algorithm, and it will highlight which feature is most important. Um, and also, uh, we can also figure out which, uh, which uh, count or param alpha parameter is going to be the best for putting that in. And I'll cover that in a second. So then once you have that, then you can fit uh, your data to your X and Y. Fitting uh, is basically called training. And uh, then we can set up a array. We can use uh, an MP numpy dot array. Uh, for a new prediction. So just call it x underscore new and then mp dot array and then we'll have three predictions that we want to make. So we'll say uh, uh, we'll just pass in three parameter or three um, three three rows of data each with uh, four values. And those four values uh, relate to the features of pedal length, pedal width, sepal length, and sepal width. Okay, so then once we have that numpy array, then we will uh, pass that into the classifier dot predict, and we'll pass that array in, and it will make a prediction. So it will then use the uh, k nearest classifier to predict. Now another way to do this is to, um, and that uh, is to randomly separate uh, your 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 data into train and test. And the way we would do that is use a train underscore test underscore split, and that is imported through using from sklearn dot model underscore selection import train underscore test underscore split. And uh, what that's doing is it, it takes your data set and divides it into um, a certain percentage that of rows that will be used for training and their predictable uh, prediction target uh, for those rows. And then you use a uh, random state, which is um, uh, which is used to um, find us to return to a specific uh, repeatable number of tests. Uh, so it, it um, seeds that value for, for per, uh, reliability. Okay, so that reliability uh, or on the test set being the same is controlled through this uh, random underscore set. And we can set that to 21 or you can set it to 42 uh, depending on your needs. So what it does is this train underscore test split, it uh, creates a tuple of four, four items. You get uh, uh, numpy arrays for x train, x test, 
uh, Y train, Y test. And so you have your data and your targets. X represents your uh, X underscore train, X underscore test represents your data, Y underscore train, Y underscore test represents your target. So now we can fit that. So we're going to use uh, our classifier KNN.fit and we'll pass in X train and Y train. Uh, then we can we're predict against X train. So we're going to take the Y underscore predict equals uh, KNN.predict and then we're going to pass it in the test. Um, what we'll do next is we, we can uh, build an output data frame so we can uh, do panda.dataframe. We can pass in the X test that we did the prediction on and uh, that will set up a data frame with those items and then we can do output predict equals Y prediction, what our actual predictions were. And then we can out, uh, put that to um, a um, to the screen so we can we can see what our what was being tested and then what was the prediction. Uh, then we can convert that data frame output data frame to a list if we want by going output dot uh, values dot to list and then that will convert that to a list and then we can print out that list if we want to see it that way. Um, so you could either see it as a data frame or you could see it as a list, whatever your preference is. And then we want to score, take a look at the score of the results. So we can uh, use KNN.score and pass in X test and then the target as Y test. And then that'll give us a score. So like I just said, we uh, previously had looked at the uh, this classifier just by using a kind of a random uh, selection for n underscore neighbors parameter for the classifier. What you can do is you can set up a looping structure and see which, um, which parameter uh, produces the best test results. And the way you would do that is uh, you can you set up neighbors with a range, MP range of one to nine. So that sets up nine numbers in an array, in a, an MP array. And then um, we'll create a uh, array called train accuracy uh, with nine values and then uh, test accuracy with nine values. So what we're gonna do is we'll store those values and then we'll plot those values out the, the test accuracy and train accuracy and see which parameter has the, the best results. And then that will be the number that we can use to feed our classifier. So uh, the way you run that is you would say for index uh, K in enumerate na neighbors. And uh, if, you, if you take the course in intro to uh, Python, it, set, it tells you how to enumerate over a list. And so when you enumerate over a list, it returns two things back. It returns um, the index on the list and it returns back uh, the value as a tuple. So that your enumeration <clears throat> is returning those two tuples back, back, back to you. And then you can feed that uh, uh, value or K into your classifier, so you say uh, KNN equals K neighbors classifier, set up your parameters, 
and then you'd pass in uh, the K value that you're enumerating into the neighbors. Fit against your uh, train, uh, then using the index uh, in train accuracy, uh, get the score for the training accuracy, and then get the score for the test accuracy. And then once you're done uh, iterating of, over those 10 items, then what we want to do is plot uh, test accuracy against uh, neighbors. So we'll, neighbors will be on the x-axis running from 1 to 10, and then we'll uh, plot the ac x, uh, we'll plot the test accuracy, and then we'll plot uh, neighbors against uh, train accuracy, and so you'll have two lines. And then when you run it, uh, the plot, you, you'll see where uh, the test accuracy and the train accuracy converge, and that's somewhere around five. And so that means that you should use five for your, your, uh, uh, your, your coefficient. So this is a really good way to um, take a, a look at how well you're doing. The next uh, piece that you want to use is you want to imp import your confusion matrix. Um, that's from sk.metrics import confusion underscore matrix. And what the confusion matrix is telling you is it's, it's giving you um, what they call in data science uh, um, your identity matrix. And when you have things moving towards um, the, uh, the identity matrix, uh, you've got uh, a homogeneous solution. And that's very good because it means that the you're getting both precision and um, recall. And so um, what that means in terms of data science is that uh, you're getting information gain. And so that, that high information gain and uh, low entropy is good. Um, it means that the system is running very efficiently. It's not consuming lots of cycles inefficiently, giving you wrong results. Um, so you have, you have in your matrix itself, you'll have a, a true positive and a true negative moving along the diagonal. So uh, true positive means that whatever you're trying to predict, um, it was accurately predicting. A true negative means that uh, it uh, did not predict that item um, truly, so it's called true negative. And then the, the errors are false positive and false negative. And uh, so accuracy is defined as uh, true positive plus true negative divided by true positive plus true negative plus false positive plus false negative. So basically taking the sum of all of the matrix uh, and then you divide that into uh, the true positive, true negative, and that's moving along the diagonal. That's called uh, uh, accuracy. And precision is equal to true positive divided by uh, the sum of true positive plus false positive. And then recall is true positive divided by uh, the sum of true positive plus false negative. Now, the reason why that's important is because we want to determine an F1 coefficient, and uh, that's equal to 2 times the precision times recall divided by provision, 
Precision Plus recall. So if our F1 score is getting close to one, it means that uh, um, we've got a, a very good uh, result. Our precision's good, our accuracy's good, our recall's good. Um, the last thing that we can do is we can validate our algorithm to see if, uh, if um, um, the test or how it will perform under new data. And uh, so the, what it does is it takes each feature um, and it runs that as a test. Um, across, so it takes the your x and y data, you pass that into a function called cross underscore val underscore scores. Um, it will then score each column um, as you move across, and that will uh, across your 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 data frame, and uh, that will give you a score, and that will tell you how well it will do uh, with new data, and so that's imported from. Um, from sk dot model underscore selection import cross underscore val underscore score and and uh, you can use that as a, a validation piece also all right i think that's uh, enough for k nearest um, and uh, that uh, um, hopefully will be helpful for you in understanding um, Data science. I also would suggest uh, going to to DataCamp. Um, it's it's a great uh, uh, company to learn Python, and they have a lot of uh, really interesting topics. I I highlighted at least uh, twenty that I thought were were uh, worth uh, spending four hours studying.